Uh, so I was at work, and uh, I had to do a delivery to this deli. And um, there's this homeless guy in front of me with a paper bag. And he was just, you know, cracked out. He was like, food, yeah, please, eh? And the Indian guy behind the counter was like, no, I don't give you food every fuck. No. He goes, he goes, fuck you. Yeah. Well, the thing. I was standing there with a grape soda. And I was just waiting to get a grape soda. And I had the box in the other hand. I'm just standing there. And the guy goes, he goes, no, every fucking day you come in with the same paper fucking bag. I don't give you nothing. You never pay. You always say that you'll pay, but you never fucking pay. You don't, no, I don't give you anything. And the guy's like, oh, please, man, come on. Hey, you know, I need food. And he's like, it's hot out. I'm hungry. Please, man. And the guy's like, no, and he's like yelling, and this is going on for a little while, and finally the Indian guy caves, and he goes, "Fine, it's fucking hot outside. I don't want to in my deli. Fine, give me the bag." So, so he gives the Indian guy this like plastic bag, and he goes, "Do you want food on this hot fucking day, motherfucker?" And the guy takes a ladle and churns the soup, and he puts hot soup into a plastic bag. <laughs> And the guy's like, here's your fucking food. And he's giving him like, a, like, it looks like a loaded diaper and just hands the bag to the guy. And the guy goes, oh, man, and like walks out. And I go up to the guy I'm like, hey, I got a package for FedEx. And he's like, oh, great. I'm like, yeah, let me just get this soda. And he goes, you pay with card? I'm like, yeah. He goes, then don't worry. It's hot out. I see you're sweating. You work. I don't mind giving you one. One Welch is... Would it have been different if you weren't paying for card? Yeah, right? He goes, no, I've got cash. Okay, give me the money, <laughs> yeah. bitch. Yeah. But he goes, he goes, no, because you are a hardworking man, sweating on that day. You want Welch's grape soda? I give you one free soda. It will not ruin my business. But that motherfucker comes in every single day and wants the free food. I'm like, yeah, man, all right. Uh, really quick, I'd like to point out that... Th- this is the less racist version of this story. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. This is the second time he's told Dude, it. The first one, no can do. Can't print that. I walk out of the deli. The homeless guy is staring at the plastic bag that is now on the ground. And all the soup is like running down the incline into the street. And he's like. And I'm like, yeah, I was like, what's going on, man? He goes, ah, he goes. He goes, man, I got to drop my soup. And I'm like, oh, that sucks. He goes, not really, because now I got an empty bag. I can just go back in. The guy walks back into the deli with the fucking bag. As I'm getting into my truck, all I hear is, motherfucker, I just gave you a fucking And I just drove off. I was like, god damn. I was like, that's every day for this fucking guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. I just thought it was funny. Well, you know, we've we've had many run-ins with the homeless living here in New York. Oh, yeah. Manhattan has a lot of homeless people, if you didn't know. You should check it out. Go to Times Square. Don't go to Times Square. It's very dangerous. Some guy tried to sell us a CD there. Um, yeah, he almost ripped my arm out of my sock. He was like, hey, what's up, homie? You want to buy my date? Ow. And no. there you go. That was permanent damage he did. You see that? Yeah, see? You should sue that guy. I should. No, we were out drinking at, uh, in Manhattan, and we ended up just staying at a, a friend's apartment. Yep. And at uh, some point, we, we we stopped at a bodega to buy Fodies. 
Odie's. Which we weren't going to drink because it was already like two in the morning and we were fucking destroyed. Well, we got there. We got to the city at like four. So we were drinking for like Oh, yeah, 10 the, hours. in the afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we stopped about. We got sandwiches and we got Fodies. And then we go back to an apartment where atrocities happened. I'm not getting into it. And. Good idea. <laughs> Let's talk about that. Let's not talk about it. Uh, and then the next morning, it was like we left the her apartment at like eight a.m. Uh-huh. And we were we go to Penn Station, and our train wasn't until like nine or ten. Yep. So we just started walking and accidentally walked straight into Times Square. So we just turned around and turned right back. Yep. But the whole time, Charlie was trying to give away. His bag of Fodies and Sam. I just left mine at the apartment. I was like, oh, fuck that. You well, tried to. I thought I had the. <laughs> I thought I had the balls to start chugging for Yeah, you tried. You tried. I was like, I could do it. I was Eight like, I'm going gonna... after an uh, afternoon into evening, heavy amount of drinking. Heavy, I thought he was going to pound that a forty of malt liquor. We went to that like underground bar, and that bartender, she was real cool. She loaded us up with free drinks, like you wouldn't fucking believe. She gave us buckets on the house. You have many Coronas, which you didn't notice were many because you were so drunk. Like, She's giving us Coronas. I'm like, it's like five ounces of Corona. That, that's like, why I drank like fucking 30 of them. Tried to drink the Fody. Did not work, clearly. Almost puked in the street. Yeah. Uh, and then he's just trying to give away these well, Fodies. Hold on. The 40, it was also, it was a cult 45. Yeah, it was malt liquor. Yeah. What, are you going to get a Fody, a Sprite? Come on. No, I just didn't want people thinking it was like a Fody, a like, you know, fucking... All f- I feel like all fodies are difficult. I don't think those, I don't think it matters what's in there. But uh, there was the f- the two homeless guys. First guy, you shove the bag in his face, and you were like, "Hey, you want this?" And the guy was pushing a shopping cart, and he kind of <laughs> inspects it, and he just claws his way into the bag, elbow deep. It wasn't a big bag, but he got elbow deep. Pulled out the sandwich and went, thanks, and then walked away. And you went, whoa, 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 you take the whole bag. He goes, nah, fuck that. I quit drinking. And as he's walking away, you're like, you're homeless. (laughs) That was my, like, stereotype of, don't all homeless people drink to forget? But He was flabbergasted. But but you're homeless. So then we walk up 8th Ave and, uh, or 7th Ave, doesn't matter. And uh, we see his second homeless guy. This dude just kind of standing there. And uh, you run up to him. You're like, hey, man, do you want two Fodies? And he goes, for real? And you're like, yeah, yeah, you want these? And he goes, hell yeah. He takes the Fodies. He's like, dude, thanks, man. And you're like, yeah, Yeah, no problem. Yeah, that's a homeless guy. No problem. And before we could move, he cracks one open and just kicks back the entire thing. And we're like. What the fuck? That's a man with nothing to lose. We're like, holy shit. All right. We walk a couple blocks up, hit Times Square, turn back around because fuck that. We're walking back down. This motherfucker (laughs) is bent over the the hood of a cop car in handcuffs going, oh, come on, man. This is fucked up. And I was like, you can't do that. And and we saw the Fody rolling down the street, just emptying into the gutter. And we were like. Yeah, right. On. Let's go to the other side of the street. Yeah, I was afraid he was going to look at us. And be like, Those are the motherfuckers That's that the, gave it to me. That's uh, the asshole that gave we, it to we, me. We wouldn't have got caught, though. I'd be like, I've never seen that guy before in my life. <laughs> I am an upstanding citizen of New York. Aren't we all? I mean, I gave food and drinks to the homeless <laughs> on a morning when I was hungover. 
Wow, you're a saint. That was the night of haggis. <laughs> oh. Oh. You're always cooking haggis. Oh, Shibs, how come you never have any girls over? Because you're always cooking haggis, man. Oh, you're always cooking the haggis. The walls are made of haggis in my it's bed. It. The bed that I sleep on to look up at the stars are made of haggis. Everything smells of haggis. <laughs> He's cooking in like a, a big pot. <laughs> no woman wants to smell haggis every morning and evening. No woman wants to fuck Seamus when there's haggis in the air. <laughs> haggis dries up the pussy, mum. <laughs> Don't you know? Seamus um, isn't getting any with you here, mum. Actually, can I ask you a question? No. Do you want to do a podcast? Oh, yeah, sure. So, uh, someone commented on our YouTube channel um, that they pointed out, not in a negative way or a positive way, just in a way, they said, wow, you did two classic movies in a row. We did The Big Lebowski and 2001 A Space Odyssey. So, because of that comment, we decided to We didn't realize, we didn't do that on purpose, by the way. (laughs) We accidentally... And we also didn't acknowledge it until now. Yeah. So, you know, but, on brand. But because we did two classic movies in a row, we got something special for you today. We decided to watch the famous flick, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Yeah. Keegan, it hurts. Uh, w- this is actually the first movie. This is what, our 13th episode? Yeah. Our 13th or 14th episode, uh, this is the first one where we didn't really take any notes. <laughs> there was nothing to take notes on. I had one note. Uh, it was the opening scene, and then I just forgot. Uh, but this movie, I don't want to say it got a lot of buzz, but I think... It's a it, Winnie the it, Pooh horror movie, yeah, all right? People it, were iron- I it. saw on social media a while back, it was like ironically popular, of course. It was like, what did they do to Winnie the Pooh? And it was like the trailer, you know? But I doubt anyone went ahead and actually watched this. <laughs> this this movie was requested at least once. Uh, yeah, it was requested. To us. Yep. Uh, it was requested. Which, by the way, fuck you, Dave, for suggesting yeah, this movie. Dave, you know, I actually never met Dave, but Dave, you're a fucking you know, asshole. Dave, me. you're a fucking piece of shit, you know that? This is 83 minutes that I'm never going to get back. <laughs> and uh, it's all because of fucking Dave. Who has that? Who has that joke? That's not. That's not how time works. <laughs> Fuck it. It's not my joke. I'm not saying it on my podcast. I, I, we'll I'm talk about it after. Um, I'm hungry. Yeah. This in in summary, you know, if you don't feel like watching the whole podcast, uh, this was a shameless cash grab. Uh, just that's it. There was. Yeah, I mean, no redeeming qualities. To I mean, this they movie. they put the name Winnie the Pooh in the title. I mean, without that, I mean, this movie wouldn't be watched by a single person. Not saying it was a box office. Hit. 
It probably wasn't watched. It probably had one viewer, which was our Amazon account. Uh, but it was really atrocious. Um, but I'm looking at the time right now, and I think it's time for a plot summary with Keegan. Um, yeah. Uh, Let's dive right in. Open up with that narration slash storyboard. How could we? Um I don't know, dude. I have no fucking idea. This movie lost the plot. This movie had like eight different fucking plots uh, all happening at once. I'm not entirely sure my plot summary is going to be correct. Um, So it opens with the story of Winnie the Pooh and Christopher Robin uh, and their fall from grace, their, their, their great schism. Um, so Chris Robbins goes off to college or something. He leaves and that causes the Winnie the Pooh gang to, uh, sacrifice one of their own and eat Eeyore. (laughs) (laughs) Because Christopher Robin was bringing them food up until he went to college. Yeah. And they were like freezing in the winter and they decided to eat Eeyore to survive. Yeah, and that drove them mad or something. Yeah. And then they decided they hate not only Chris, but they hate all humans in general. So what did they do? What did they promise to do for vengeance? They decided that they were going to start eating people, or I don't know if eating was just a byproduct. And if correct me if I'm wrong, they had made a pact to stop talking. Oh, yeah, that had nothing to do with the movie. <laughs> they made a pact to just not talk. That never comes up again. In fact, the opposite comes up later on. One of the characters is like, they speak in broken English. Do they? I don't even remember. I thought they weren't supposed to. Uh, So then introduce uh, a random group of women who I don't know the names of. Yep. Uh, One of them was traumatized by a man trying to undress her in the middle of the night. Um, That has nothing to do with the plot, but it it did happen. Uh, And then Winnie the Pooh and Piglet... Both just start killing like 40 random people in the woods, and it's somehow tied together. But Winnie the Pooh rips their tops off before he kills them. <laughs> yeah, Winnie the Pooh's just a pervert. Yeah, he's like, Show me them titties. The and then perfect. he, like, this redhead, like, has her tits out, and then he's like, All right, well, let me finish the plot somewhere. You jump into, jump into gun again, guy. Jumping My right God. to the titties. Um,. Well, then nothing happened. Well, they kill like like thirty people, um, and then uh, it, uh, mm, uh, mm, <laughs> and then uh, that the end. <laughs> That's why you cut me off during my boo brand. Yeah, I wasn't done to go. Ah, mm, mm-hmm. Yes, so, sir. That was the joke. Thank you. So Winnie the Pooh's a fucking pervert. <laughs> And he rips off girls. That's where you want to start? <laughs> yeah, so, uh, no, we don't have to start Well, that there, was the... the <laughs> I'll, we'll get there. This movie turned Charlie on for some reason. I wonder how many times I actually subconsciously touched my penis during our viewing. You're touching course. your penis right now. <laughs> Thank God the camera. You touch your okay. dick just randomly throughout the day anyway, so I don't... Uh, yeah. All right, so I would like to kick this off, if you don't mind. You already did. <laughs> so before the boobs, uh, it opens up with narration. Yuck. Yeah, no go. 
especially I hate when like at least if like you're narrating a movie like make the narration like steady if your character's telling the story it's like okay fine but when I hate when they just do it as like a lousy exposition thing it's like once upon a time there was this this that and then one day this happened and blah 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 okay now we're here and go (laughs) I hate that and start (laughs) yeah and that's exactly what this fucking movie did and it used drawings like storyboard like drawings I guess to cheapen whatever budget this movie fucking had but it opens up with this old guy and he's like, once upon a time, there was a boy named Christopher Robin who stumbled across the gang of Winnie the Pooh and Eeyore. And he listed like six characters from Winnie the Pooh, yet you only ever see two of them. He only listed four. Well, five. It was like Winnie the Eeyore. Pooh, Eeyore, Piglet, uh, Bunny, and Fox. Owl. Owl. Yeah. There's no Fox. Whatever. You ever see Winnie the Pooh guy? Jesus Christ. Well, there was no Tigger. Yeah, well... It's kind of hard to, you know, get a tiger that bounces on its tail into a movie. Well, you see Avatar? No. Me either. (laughs) Fuck off, Avatar. Fuck James Cameron, and fuck those blue pieces of shit. But I like Terminator. Terminator can blow me. Really? No, really, he can blow me. Arnold Schwarzenegger was hot in the 80s. Hey, hey, oh. I'm going to close these blinds. I should have done that before. He's hot right now. All right, well, while... While he's closing the blinds. Uh, that didn't help. Oh, boy. So it opens up a narration, blah, blah, blah. And then Christopher Robin goes to college. And the narrator's like, and then the gang ate Eeyore. <laughs> and they promised to hate humans forever and never speak again. And it they comes live to like the- five years later. And Christopher Robin. They live in trailers now. Yeah. And it cuts five years later and Christopher Robin's back from college. He's in the woods with his fiance, who's like, who looks like her soul has been sucked out of her. <laughs> and he's like, babe, why don't you believe me that all these animals were here? She's like, oh, Christopher Robin, I do believe you, but we just have to keep looking. And then he goes, you know why you're so special? Because you're going to be Christopher Mary Robin. <laughs> And we were like, okay, that makes no fucking sense. That's not how names work. Yeah. <laughs> so they find... Just gain your name, Christopher. So they find uh, the gang's hideout, I guess. And they, like, wander in. Because he's like, I can be friends with them. And then they, like, hide from them. And real quick, there's a close-up of Christopher Robin hiding under the bed. And his... Engagement ring is on his middle finger, and that just really bothered me. Uh, and then, yeah, I mean, from that point, they choke out his girlfriend with like a chain link, and then it was so all right. So the I feel like there's so much to preface with this movie. This movie was like generic garbage. Yeah, um, horror movie in the felt, woods, a you know, lot of tits. You know what you it know? felt like to me, and I was thinking this the whole time. I got a hair in my mouth. Oh yeah. Is it one of my pubic hairs? Oh! Get it? Because he was shucking my hog. This guy's full of jokes. Uh, I wouldn't touch your dick with somebody else's mouth. Hello. But why? You know what? Continue. <laughs> Just, I don't want to so, get uh, into this. You know what this felt like? This felt like... I have a clean penis. The, this felt like... Because he's gotten it tested so many times. Um, <laughs> not, is that for a fact? Not a lot of times. Uh... How is that a lot of times? What? Didn't you know the nurse on a first name basis? 
<laughs> That's a lot of times. Oh, Charlie, welcome back. You're going to get our frequent flyer discount this time. Okay. You just won yourself a trip to Cabo. Uh, syphilis shots on the house. <laughs> Don't have sex there. Okay. All right. Cha-ching. Cha-ching. You fucking ass. So, uh, so this movie, uh, you know what it felt like? It felt like um, it was like a different script, and then they just put Winnie the Pooh over it. It felt like it, like the, like it yeah. should have been like a cult movie. Like I feel like a, it should have been like a, a, a like the Hitcher. Yeah, like a redneck cult movie. Yeah. It's just too, like the it, wrong turn. And because like it didn't need to be Winnie the Pooh. No, it absolutely not, didn't. Not need at to, all. They didn't do any Winnie. Like it was their whole selling point. Yeah, it, it was like a, a shameless, shameless cash grab, um, to just tack on Winnie the Pooh well, because. Occasionally, he would just like slather himself in honey and like drool all over the place. But there didn't, it didn't like at no point was there like any incorporation of any Winnie the Pooh. They just like they took the fat redneck character that was supposed to be killing people and slid a Winnie the Pooh mask over his head. I almost knocked over a Cheek Freaks 3 there. Oh boy, throwback. Um, yeah, I mean, because. The studio, whatever studio this was, Jagged Edge Production, whatever the fuck, they probably saw this script and they were like, okay, bunch of girls in the woods, topless, you know, wet. Like, how do we differentiate this from every other horror movie? No. And then it was like, That's not Winnie the Pooh. I don't think they cared about differentiating. They were like, oh, you know what people will click on? Winnie the Pooh horror movie. Yeah. And, um... Well, I didn't even mean it as different to make it seem like, well, how can we make this different? How can we make it stand out? It was literally like, this movie will make no money. What can make this movie money? And then, it, yeah, it, it they just, put it, that fucking Winnie the Pooh on It him. seems like they got the script out of, like, a, a bin full of scripts, and they just, like, reached in and were like, this one! Yeah. <laughs> All right, put Winnie the Pooh in this. Yeah. Um, which... Uh, if you're unaware of, you know, the writing industry, that is something they do. That's oh, yeah. Real, that's not a joke. That's a real thing. Sometimes people just buy your scripts to throw into a fucking fact, like a, a warehouse. Yeah. They're like, this might come in handy one day. Whoop-a. Yeah. Um, and that's what this was. It was like, like generic to the point of absurdity. Yeah. Like I, I, like I was sitting there going like, I feel like I've seen this movie before. Like a hundred times, had all the, it had those drone shots through the woods. It was in the woods. That every yeah. shitty horror movie takes place in the woods, mm-hmm. or or a cabin in the woods. Great movie, or uh, <laughs> or uh, a cabin in like a group of cabins. I just my big problem that I have with like ninety five percent of horror movies is like. They never develop characters. Mm-hmm. And that is like my biggest problem because like the biggest thing when you're watching a movie is like if you don't care about the character, then why do you care about any of it? I mean, they say the biggest thing in, in a movie is like conflict because that drives a story forward. But if you have conflict between two characters that you don't give a fuck about, <laughs> who cares? You well, have to care about your characters. And all of these horror movies fail because it's all just like jump scare, 
Well, part of yeah, part of conflict is that it's two sides. If you don't yeah. care about the sides, then what's the point? Yeah. You know, it's like if if your mother tells you you're a worthless piece of shit, that's probably gonna affect you a little bit. But if like some like guy on the bus was like you're a worthless piece of shit, and you're like, all right, all right who the fuck are you? Okay, yeah. you know, it's uh, it it needs to be personal. It needs to be uh, you know. You know what my problem with this movie was? That it was so terrible, I feel like it's not even worth critiquing. Which is going to make our job very difficult. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's not like this is, like, you know, uh, directed by a guy who had, like, a hit movie. and then this we go through his sucked. list right here? Uh, oh, yeah, you got it right up there. Yeah, we got the Easter Bunny Massacre, yep. Dinosaur Hotel, yep. Dragon Fury, Dinosaur Prison, Kingdom of the Dinosaurs. This guy fucking loves dinosaurs. Demonic Christmas Tree. And he's coming out with a Bambi movie. Fantastic. But, it, yeah, it's not worth critiquing. But I, I I watch a lot of really shitty horror movies. Like, that. I'm a fan of shitty horror movies. And uh, this Mom-a-geddon. was... This was just, like, a... Bad. Like, but like not bad enough to be good entertaining it was just boring gen you know what actually this is what i wrote down halfway through uh i think this may be the first instance of ai writing a movie yeah (laughs) this feels like ai made it like like ai definitely wrote it for sure because it's like if somebody typed into like a prompt like horror movie and then colon winnie the pooh yeah, and this movie just churned this out like uh, uh, killing people in a cabin, uh, eating honey. Uh, That's the movie. Tits, tits, tits. It's got to be tits. Yeah, I just the movie just it kept like collapsing on itself because it was like in the beginning. You know, I'm trying not to like dissect this movie because it's so dumb. But I mean, you know. Look at people in the comments again. Ah, it's supposed to be a fun little movie. Where do you you expect (laughs) virgins when a movie isn't a cinematic masterpiece? (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) Absolute virgin take. I got this. (laughs) Where do you... Where do you... (laughs) Where do you expect from watching... Dude, this better be a killer joke. <laughs> oh my god! Stop drinking. I thought you finished that one. No, I did. I had a little left. No, yeah, but you yeah, drink the foam. That's alcoholism. That's called addiction, sweetheart. You're, You're gonna, gonna die. die. No, I. What was I saying? I don't know. No, I. Uh, oh, oh yeah, in the beginning, it was like. Christopher Robin was giving them food, but he went away to college, so they had to start killing people for food. And then they killed, like, 12 people and did nothing with them. They took a bite out of a couple of Yeah, that's of people, what I mean. Is like, I, I, feel like, I feel like... It like just kept even, collapsing. Okay, like, I think the best example is when they drag the one chick out of the house, and then they hogtie her in the driveway... And Winnie the Pooh jumps in a fucking Mustang, and Piglet he's has like a, revving the engine, blasting Molly crew yeah, with the headlights shining on her. She's hogtied. Piglet's just kind of standing over her with a sledgehammer, and it's like, I'm sorry. At what point is any of this necessary? Like, 
the way they set it up and then completely like came out of left field with different shit. It's like, was this script meant? Did you? It like, felt like they wrote the beginning and then put a completely different script behind it because it's like they're supposed to be eating them. Why is he getting in a car, revving his engine, and then Piglet doesn't even hit her with the sledgehammer, and then they just slowly run her well, over? That, that's what I was going to bring up. It was weird that like, it's like they wanted to use all of their ideas, and they couldn't. Okay, there, there's a saying that um, whether it's in writing or filmmaking that uh, sometimes you got to kill your babies. And what that means is uh, if you write something really good, or if you shoot something really good and it doesn't further the plot in a certain way, you you got to sacrifice it. But you can always tuck it in your back pocket and put a spin on it and use it for something else. But in this movie, it's like, okay, it seems like the writers are like, let's hog tie her. So they hog tie this bitch in the driveway. And then Winnie the Pooh gets in a Mustang. And it's like, oh, shit, they're going to run her over. Then Piglet comes out with a sledgehammer and steps on her back. And you're like, oh. And it's like, well, who's going to do what? Because now I'm just confused. So then he's standing over with the sledgehammer, and then Winnie the Pooh just runs her fucking face over. And it's like, were you going to eat this bitch? And then they just (laughs) left that bitch there. They left that bitch in the driveway. They painted that shit, too. One of her eyeballs made it. One of her eyeballs fell out. One of her CGI eyeballs. Well, that's what I mean is, like, it, it, it felt like what they were going for was, like, these guys were, like, supposed to be intimidating was supposed to, but but like it's that's what Winnie I mean. The Pooh. That's what I mean. Is like it doesn't <laughs> feel like that. I'm supposed to be watching Winnie the Pooh and Piglet do this. It feels like I'm supposed to be watching two like almost if like Tucker and Dale, yeah, uh, were it was like a serious movie. Like yeah. that's what the two characters reminded me of, and that's why I feel like the movie was just like uh a, like a a bin script that got like repurposed into Winnie the Pooh. Because it didn't make sense there was that it's Winnie the Pooh and Piglet. Like there wasn't Yeah, I mean it's as, I, I don't like I don't think you could write that, but like at the same time, I, like if they took the masks off and they were just people, it would have made just as much sense. Like there there didn't need Yeah, it, it, them being these characters, it had no meaning. It was all just for the cash grab. It was like, but these are established characters, so this will make money now. You know, I mean, it's, like, similar if it was, like, oh, there's some killers in the woods. But then it's, like, oh, but the killers are Buzz and Woody. And it's, like, oh, well, now, <laughs> now I got to see. Watch now I would watch the shit out yeah, of that. Now I got to see what happens. <laughs> that I would watch over Pull and over, over my again. string. <laughs> like, there's a snake in your boot. Oh, there's really a snake in my boot. <laughs> bludgeons her with a hammer. <laughs> but they're, even the killers, their character kept like they kept going back on themselves like one like beat the shit out of this girl and knocked her out and then he drags the sledgehammer over to her but then just keeps walking and then he goes to kill some other bitch in the and pool th- in the pool yeah in an oddly skinny pool yeah and then the girl wakes up she goes no and then just falls back asleep and gets kidnapped but all in slow motion but yeah all in, slow motion. in slow motion no but like, shit, we're twenty minutes short. What do we do? Add three slow motion scenes. Yeah, right. But it was just very, um, it was very frustrating when, when you know you're, you think your characters, you, you know, and they should be something, no matter how shitty a movie is, and then they keep like going back on their own, uh, I guess, lack of development. 
But it's like they're supposed to be killing these people to survive, yet they're just killing them and just leaving them places. One guy, Winnie the Pooh, chokes this girl and holds her up to a post, takes a machete and puts it in her mouth and just slowly and like skewers her to the wall and then just leaves her there. (laughs) It's like, well, isn't that supposed to... Isn't like the cold harvest coming and you need some fucking dinner? Think of your crop, Winnie. <laughs> yeah. You ain't eating corn all winter, what, bub. Who taught you how to harvest? Oh, I'm just Winnie the Pooh. I'm just trying to eat something Not for the me overalls. I just sound like the shrimp from Shark Tale. Oh, and then my sister had a baby and the baby was born without any arms or legs, but we still love it, though. And it, <laughs> Eat the sh- Eat the shrimp. Don't eat me, please. You're a good person. That movie was terrible. What? <laughs> that movie was All right, right, folks, it's time for Charlie's Shark Tale rant. <laughs> um, Don't worry about a thing. <laughs> so Will Smith plays a fish. Fucking corporate hack. Plays, yeah, plays a fish. And the shark mob is after him, run by Robert De Niro. Michael Imperioli and his metaphorically gay son Jack Black, and they extort money out of a whale wash run by a puffer fish played by Martin Scorsese. Will Smith is in love with Renee Zellweger, who is also a fish. He owes money to Scorsese, so she pawns her grandmother's pearl to get him five thousand dollars. He goes to the seahorse racetrack. And bets it on a horse and meets Angelina Jolie, who's a mermaid, I think, but she's so... Just a fish. She's so hot in that fucking movie. And then, like, uh, uh, Scorsese's henchmen, these two jellyfish, one's played by, like, Bob Marley's son, they tie him up to kill him, and then he fakes killing a shark, becomes a shark slayer, and that makes him live in a penthouse with a bunch of lava lamps... I mean, what's going on here? I don't know. What's going on here? I don't know. That's why it was bad. <laughs> yeah, but then, like, he was all like, I'm not a real shark slayer. You know? <laughs> yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, man. I don't make baseless claims. It was just crazy. Crazy movie. I feel like not enough, not enough people are paying attention. That movie is what it feels like to do crack. <laughs> <laughs> It just, like, didn't make sense. He's like, I'm tired of being a nobody because I work at a whale watch. <laughs> it's like... The one shark turns into a dolphin. Yeah, Jack Black turns into a dolphin. <laughs> he's yeah. just washing whales. And he's just washing whales. With a utility belt on. With the, yeah, with the utility belt. He's like, I want to live up in a penthouse. And it's like, <laughs> pretend to kill this shark. And somehow he just... Yeah, I don't know. Back to the movie we actually watched this week. Like I said, this movie's not even worth critiquing. Um, to to go back to your your horror movie point, um, yeah, because I watch a lot of. You watch more horror movies than I do because I'm yeah, kind of a. Pussy I, I watch stuff. a lot of horror movies, but I I would like it to be on the record that I don't like horror movies. <laughs> uh, it's 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 a type of masochism I have. Uh, where I you know I I like being hurt and I like being you know my nipples twisted i I love that and uh, i like putting when you put clamps right on my balls and or you know those you know clothes pins i usually take those i put two on my balls and i put two on my nipples and i i roll around on a bed of of thumbtacks and i 
Shut the... What are you, fucking nuts? No, I'm a masochist. Well, I'm a sadist. Oh, fuck me. He's going to hurt me. You want to hang out? He's going to murk me, and I'm going to come so good. Boy, I I can make you fucking jizz. No, I mean, so I, 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 I... I find shitty horror movies entertaining. I find good horror movies uh, boring. Uh, my problem with horror movies, and I think I've I think I've said this before, uh, but I think I was talking about a comedy. Um, so now this is the horror movie version of this rant. Is that a lot of the times horror movies forget that they're supposed to be telling a story, mm-hmm. and like it seems like most horror movies, at least now, kind of put the plot on like the back burner and they're more focused on scaring you with bullshit and it's like frustrating as like somebody who watches a lot of movies it's like you know the the plot is supposed to be the main thing we're there for yeah and the scares are what make it a horror movie but it's still supposed to be a movie can i give you a fucking great example Bad horror movie or a good horror movie? A good horror movie. Okay. When I was living in California. I watched Jaws. <laughs> you ever see this movie Jaws by this small time director Steven Spielberg? Never heard of him. No, I, I went to AMC with my friend Lauren. Amp. And we saw Us. Mm-hmm. And that movie scared the living <laughs> shit out of me. Like, scared the fuck out of me. Mm-hmm. Like, I slept with the lights on. <laughs> And it was also beautifully shot, beautifully edited. The act, all the performances were fucking top notch. It was creepy. It was fucking funny. It was, it had fucking everything. And I know Jordan Peele's behind it. So, you know, you have some talent there. But like, man, that movie was a good fucking horror movie. And it had an interesting story. And that's the thing. When you care about the story and you care about the characters, that's, where the scares come in because now you care for these people and you don't want anything bad to happen mm-hmm. to them, you know? And you it's know, it's just an hour and a half of, of loud noises and, and yeah. And people jumping out from the side of the screen. It's like, it's not worth my time. Yeah, like <laughs> I, I watched paranormal activity for the first time two weeks ago. Cause Serena was like, let's watch it. I'm like, fine. And like, yeah, it was like midnight and it was creepy, and, you know, I was kind of doing, like, the, you know, because I'm a pussy. But I still, like, didn't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it did. It got me with, you know, the door fucking slamming, and it's like, ah. There's almost okay, a, great. There's almost now a what? certain point where it's like, all right, now you're just taking advantage of, advantage of my, like, instincts. Yeah, like, it was so boring. Like, you know, when I'm sitting in my room watching a horror movie, I don't really, there's, my brain is broken. I don't really get scared of things. Um. I, I'm definitely not bragging. It, it is like evolutionary. My my bloodline shouldn't have lasted as long as it gotten to me. <laughs> we should have been like eaten by a bear out in the woods. I feel like my bloodline is just a long line of people living like behind city walls. Because like I should have gotten eaten by a saber toothed tiger. Like, why are you looking at me like that? Because what the fuck are you talking about? Do you yeah. not know how? Do you not know how evolution and, like, and genetics like, work? I don't get scared by movies because I should have been saying, eaten by a tiger. I am. Are you speaking to me like I'm? I'm an idiot because you yes. don't get something I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Uh, you're yes, okay. Idiot. What I'm saying is my ancestors, who gave me my genetics, 
probably didn't get scared of stuff either, right? Okay. Because I'm my brain is broken. Like when people jump out behind things and try to scare me, nothing happens. My my I just you think go that was passed down to you. <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay. So I, the joke it Am I explaining this fucking joke to you? Should I come over there and slap the piss out of you? Don't! Don't! Your bloodline ends right fucking now. (laughs) Yeah, right? Well, I got three brothers, so that shit's... I'll kill them, too. Okay, good luck. And I'll wear a Winnie... Nick's a boxer. I'll wear a Winnie the Pooh mask while I do it. That's a callback to the movie we just watched. Uh, um, Magic con. What the fuck was I talking about? Oh, your bloodline. You no, that's out the fucking window because you fucking you just stepped all over my bit. Mm. Just absolutely fucking vomited all over my bit. Oh, horror movies don't scare me. Yeah. So like I, when I'm watching a horror movie, I I really like there to be a plot because the main selling point isn't doing it for me. It's yeah. I'm not getting scared. So can something interesting happen? Even when, even if you put a little like interesting aspect into it like instead of these generic like we're in the woods and we're all gonna die i saw a movie in theaters called the black phone where this kid got like you know kidnapped by like a serial killer and put in a basement and there's nothing in there but a mattress and like a phone on the wall like a, a cord phone and he like and it rings and he answers it and it's like he gets calls from the past victims that help him like try to escape and it's like, yeah, that's all bullshit, but it worked for me the whole time. Right. And it was interesting. Like it it was it kept my attention. And it was a little distracting because me and Serena were the only ones in the theater besides Banging hard. Besides Joe Gatto from Impractical <laughs> Jokers, who sat right behind us with he was with, I guess, his wife or something. Is this a camera over yeah. there? Is yeah, there a right? camera over there? But it was only us four in the theater. And like we saw him walking, he's like, "Hey, how you doing?" He just like sat down. I'm like, I was like, he started screaming, "Gary!" Yeah, so Gary. Yeah. So like, I nudged through, and I'm like, "Joe Gatto's behind us." She's like, "What?" She like turns and looks. She's like, "Oh my god!" Because she's a huge Impractical <laughs> Jokers fan. And I'm like, "God, how come these never things that never happen when I'm around?" Yeah, like, Joe Gatto's so, behind us. Joe fucking Gatto. Yeah. So I'm I'm sitting there, and like all the movie trailers are on, and he just keeps going, "Nah, not seeing that. That looks fucking stupid." And I'm shaking in my seat. And I'm like, yo, like, did they, like, rent out? Did he rent out this theater with the gang? And, like, they're playing a joke on me and Serena? Because it was only us four in there. I'm like, this is weird. So I'm like, something's going to happen. I was like, I'm definitely on Impractical Jokers. So I'm like, when is it coming? There's five minutes left in the movie. And a guy walks in. And he sits sits (laughs) right next to me. Out of the entire theater, sits right fucking next to me. And I'm like, oh, this is it. I'm on the show. So um, I turn and <laughs> look at not, You did not tell me this part of the story. Yeah. So, you just told me you saw Joe Gatto. You didn't inform me that you were having an existential crisis. Yeah. So I'm like, this guy comes and sits right next to me. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, this is definitely, I'm, I'm on the show. I got to do something. I was like, what's up, man? He's like, nothing. I was like, why are you sitting right next to me? He's like, this is where I got assigned. I'm like, there's five minutes left in the movie. And he goes, yeah, well, that's fucking perfect. And he just storms out. And I was like, I don't think I'm on the show. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is going on? 
And yeah, it turns out, no, I wasn't on the fucking show. That was just a weird coincidence. Uh, me and Serena talked to Joe Gatto for a minute at, uh, in the lobby, just, you know, and we just left. And then he sat behind us in sweet Mandarin like two weeks later. And I was like, I can't, I can't. What are you following me around? Yeah. I didn't want him to, you know, but who are we? We were standing on the, uh, we were standing on our, on the parking garage in Glen Cove. Remember that? Yeah. We were standing there with somebody smoking cigars and somebody just goes, you know, Joe Gatto moved into these apartments. (laughs) We're like, really? Joe Gatto, get the fuck out of here, you son of a bitch. Yeah, and just start yelling to Joe Gatto, come on, we know where you live. Practical joke me, dumbass. Yeah. Dude, the funniest shit was when I actually left Sweet Mandarin once to get takeout, because that place is fucking dope. Uh, this family was like taking like family photos outside of it for some reason, which I thought was weird. And I like walked through their shot, because I was just like oblivious. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. And they're like, oh, it's all right. And the guy, the dad, like, had the camera up. And I was like, oh, you want me to take a picture of all you guys together? And he goes, yeah. And he pulls a camera down, and it was Jimmy Fallon. He's like, yeah, that'd be great, man. I'm like, uh, oh. <laughs> like, yeah, sure. And he had this really old camera from, like, I don't even know when. And he was just like, man, I love these old cameras, man. And, you know, because you just, it's not like, you know, you keep retaking pictures to get them perfect. Like, it, it's all in there. It's all in the memory, you know? I'm like, yeah, man. Oh, so that thing on you do on, on the camera isn't an act. You're really this fucking annoying, huh? You're <laughs> <laughs> just like, I love it, man. Oh, you really are a fucking weirdo. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I, one of the reasons I love living in New York is that, like, you run into celebrities. Just, yeah. like, it, you know, there's... And, and as New Yorkers, there's, like, this silent rule that we you don't really react. Mainly because usually when you do, you're in the middle of something. And you're like, that fucking... Yeah, like right. Conan? Fuck that, it. I got, I'm late to fucking work yeah, and Conan's on the subway. But my whole thing, too, is like, I don't like fangirling. I'm, I'm never like, can no. I get a picture? Because it's just like, I don't like, you know, I, I'm well, sure I there like, are celebrities that like don't mind it, but I always just feel like it'd be so annoying. Yeah. Like, I, just, I just, I also don't want to be that person. Yeah. Like, like Jimmy Fallon, he was out to dinner with his family. He was getting ready to leave. Also, right when I gave his camera back, this black escalade skirted into the lot they all got thrown into a car and just left i was like did he just get kidnapped or did he potus i was like am i on impractical jokers joey get get out out here here. you son of a bitch you teamed up with fallon yeah i was uh i was dating this girl whose dad owned the he was the ceo of the company that maintained central park oh okay and uh, he got us tickets to Global Citizen, I think. All right. And I just, you know, she was just annoying the piss out of me. Um, and so I was like, I'm going to go find something to do. I think I told her I was going to the bathroom. I don't know. I wander off. I end up in the VIP section where they had like a bar. I'm like, this is perfect. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> I start slamming back IPAs because that's the only beer they had on tap. And they served them in the, these like little Dixie cups. Ugh. So I was just sitting there with the bartender just kicking them back. Like yeah. another one, another one. I got a drink for her, but it just sat there on the bar. Uh, it got really warm Who and watery. Who was this? Uh, the Insane Racist. Oh, that was I feel like I've one. given too much uh, information about this person. That's right. Her friend was <laughs> a psycho too. Some psycho's going to connect the I, dots. I dated a friend very briefly. She was out of a fucking mind also. Yeah, she punched that mirror and was hospitalized. <laughs> yeah, because I, I didn't want to see her anymore because you and the racist broke up. I'm like, well, now I don't got to see you no more. 
And she was like, and the next day she was like, you know, I just punched my mirror and split my hand open and now I'm going to the hospital. So how do you feel now? I'm like, I think you're a fucking retard. Fuck out of my face. Great. Remember? So anyway, I'm yeah. sitting there yeah. slamming IPAs uh-huh. and uh, the, the bartender leans into me. He goes, hey, you know, uh, the shark tank is here. I go, the what? He's like, the shark tank. I'm like, there's a shark tank? <laughs> He's like, no, the shark tank. Like, what does that mean? He goes, have you ever seen the show, The Shark Mark Tank? Mark Cuban's in the building. And he's like, you ever, see the sh- you ever see the show Shark Tank? I'm like, that weird reality show? He's like, yeah. He's like, they're here. I was like, that's fucking great. Sick. And then uh, he's like, uh, he just like walks off and I kick back another IPA. And just then I turn and Mark Cuban is standing next to me. Oh, he's like, actually right there? Yeah, I was like, I was like, huh. And he's sitting there like chatting up these two supermodels. And I loved like, you in Entourage. I was just like staring at him. I was like, I could totally cock block Mark Cuban right now. Yeah, and I was like, "Hey, where's, where's the, the bathroom? bathroom? I gotta take a leak." <laughs> I like yeah. wandered off to go wait on the line. Hey, Mark Cuban, owner of the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah, I think where I do gonna... you take a pish? <laughs> I thought I think it was like two hours. I ended up just leaving that girl there to watch a third eyed blind. She was the worst. <laughs> I remember when I was, uh, I, I was, uh, I was in my, no, I was walking somewhere. And I was crossing the street, and this was uh, sometime after you guys broke up. And I was cro- on the crosswalk, and a car like pulls up to a red light, and I just stop and turn, and it was her. <laughs> and it, f- and I was like, motherfucker! And it felt like that scene yeah. from Pulp Fiction where Marcellus Wallace is crossing mm-hmm. the street, and Bruce Willis is sitting there, and then he ran her the fuck over. Well, I was on the crosswalk. She ran me the fuck oh, over. Oh, it's too bad. And screamed uh, racist remarks at me. <laughs> she really was then racist. You pulled a, then you pulled a handgun out. Where is he? I, sh- I saw everything. Do you want me to be a witness? And he just pulls a fucking gun out. He's like, <laughs> precious. Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't touch my fucking dog. Don't touch my dog. Um, um, maybe we should talk about the movie we're supposed to be reviewing. Yeah, but that there's was a long break. Was, yeah, it was so bad. Uh, yeah, it really wasn't worth critique. It was like a shameless cash grab. Yeah, they had their masks on. They killed a bunch of girls. Horrible what you, CGI. What did, you, what did you think of the cinematography? Because there was a lot of generic shots, but like, I I can't tell if I don't like it or not. Like it was competently shot but it felt very amateur yeah film student it, to me. yeah it felt like a student film because here's the thing if if you don't have a hollywood budget no matter what your movie is never going to look hollywood you, you could have a great script you could have the best actors but if you don't have that budget it, you're not getting the look i so looked at I, uh, at some point i i i I'm, I turned to Charlie. I was like, oh, man, I love it when you can tell that they shot this in the middle of the day and then color corrected it to look like it was nighttime. Yeah, right. You just put like a blue filter. Yeah, over they put it. A, yeah it was probably like <laughs> two in the afternoon. They put it. They slapped a blue filter on and then just dimmed the shit out of the shot. And I'm mm-hmm. like, come on. Well, uh, uh, jumping back to your, your Hollywood budget point, I remember when they were filming that Adam Sandler movie in Glen Cove. Yeah, yeah. Um, they were filming at this burger place that I would pass to go to work and it was the middle of the night. Um, and they were filming a scene that took place during the day because they had the fucking budget to turn time backwards. Yeah. They had these lights that were bigger than the fucking building they were in just surrounding the fucking place. So it looked like daytime. Yeah. You watch the movie. You can't even fucking tell. Yeah. It's crazy. 
But that's what happens when you got the Shan Man making a movie. That was also probably his worst fucking movie. No, no. Worse than Jack and Jill? Are you kidding me? Where he plays his own twin sister? That was bad, too. But that's like, well, that's like famously bad. Everyone knows Jack and Jill sucks. I don't think it was, it wasn't that bad. It was pretty bad. It was pretty boring. Yeah, that's what it was. That's what it was. It was fucking boring. Like, I think he could have done more, but. Yeah. It was also weird that it took place on Long Island, because I was like, this is a little. Yeah. A little too close to home. I don't know. <laughs> well, what irks me the most is that, like, there's always so much potential with him. It's like, you're the biggest star on the fucking planet. Can't you just do some good? Nope. No. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, back to this movie. Uh, yeah, I thought I thought it was shot decent, but again, it just a lot didn't of it have looked, the budget. Uh, a lot of it looked like, you said this, a lot of it just looked like stock footage yeah. or like uh, a Kia commercial. Yeah, when it's it's doing like that montage of the woods and there's like the car driving up to the cab and I'm like, this literally looks like, get a Kia Soul. We were just naming the shots as they came. Like, that's a drone shot. All right, that's a sweeping drone shot. All right, you got a drone shot that's, uh, yeah, you know, tilted. The director put the camera on the drone and just jerked off. <laughs> like, yeah, drone shots. Drone he just, shots. he pressed the default, like, predetermined paths that like came with the drone yeah i was like yeah get me a panoramic shot and the drone just did it and he like ate a sandwich but on his bumper yeah he's <laughs> like not do this instead or you know the shot that like there was one shot i swear to god it's in every single horror movie it was just like a shot of trees and then like a spade like a break in the trees and it's there was like bugs all over the it was, yeah. i was like yeah, i've seen this yeah come on i've seen this yeah, no one, uh, no one really has the determination. It felt like nobody gave take, a shit about yeah. this movie. <laughs> it's like no one wants to like take chances anymore. I will say, I think that the guy who played Winnie the Pooh seemed like into it. <laughs> he was wearing a mask the whole time. Yeah, but it seemed it was dumb. But you know, he, yeah, there was he like did his part. He, he, there was like really, you know, there was. Yeah, I mean, these he was like, like drooling and crying and and sl- slathering honey all over his face. These the girls they definitely got their money's worth with that fucking mask. I mean, the the girls just really bothered me the most. They, they kept introducing a new girl every five seconds. None of them could act. None of them could act. They were all over. It's like, are they all friends? Are they not friends? Who keeps showing up to this cabin? Yeah, they were supposed to like. It was Tits. supposed to be like a a girls' getaway, and none of them hung out with each other at all. Like, yeah. There was one scene where somebody was getting killed, and then it cuts to two of the girls just sitting by a like dark, desolate pond. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like, like, why are you out in the woods by yourself? And then the one girl with the tattoos, the the hot one who got ran over by the car. Right. The porn star. Yeah. She wasn't even friends with anyone. She was just in like a separate she, place she, in she a was jacuzzi. Just chilling out the whole time. Yeah. Just drinking wine. What listening. bothered me the most, she was drinking champagne in a hot tub alone in the Gimpy bikini. It kept cutting to her, like feeling herself up. Yeah, she like, was randomly. like, like <sighs> first she was in her bed. She was like, the director was like <sighs> eating like a fucking pastrami sandwich. Is this the story like, we're going with that this director was just eating? Yeah, and he was just like, grab your own tits, sweetheart. Grab your fucking All right, uh, grab them titties. All right, uh, swing the sledgehammer at her. Yeah, yeah. 
No, but are you got any fucking mail for this fucking thing? She's in the hot tub alone, drinking champagne, grabbing her titties. She takes a bunch of selfies, and in one of the selfies, she <laughs> zooms in and notices Winnie the Pooh behind her, like way in the background, like peeking over a fence. She goes, "What the fuck?" And then she's like. And then just goes back to sleeping <laughs> oh, in the hot tub. She's like, eh. and then she gets chloroformed, hogtied, and run over by a car. And it's like, like, why would you like that? That's the writing that bothers me when it's like, oh, she looks around, decides it's nothing, so she gets back into the hot <laughs> doesn't tub. Doesn't do shit about doesn't it. Doesn't do shit. Goes back in the hot tub. Genius. Takes a nap, and that's when <laughs> enter Winnie the Pooh. Takes love- tits out. Yeah, I love when Christopher Robin was, like, begging for his life, and he's just, like, covered in blood and whiplashes. He's like, Poo! Poo! Don't! Please! Poo! But every time he said don't, Winnie the Pooh would, like, beat the fuck out of somebody. (laughs) He'd be like, don't slit her throat! And he'd go... Many unbearable hours later. Christopher Robin would be like, hey, Pooh, don't slit her throat. And he'd go, and like slit her throat. He's like, Pooh, I just told you not Come on, man. Yeah, Christopher Robin's character was awful. Like, even when, like, character. Piglet was like choking his wife out, and he was just like standing to the side, being like, no, yeah. Like, the love of his life was getting, she got choked out with this chain so hard that blood started like shooting out of her mouth. She was like, and for some reason, when she was done being choked out, her face was all bruised and battered and bloody. It was like, how did, what? But yeah, he was like, Pooh, why did Piglet do that? Why Stop it, man. He was like trying to like negotiate with the pig choking they his raped him. Huh? I don't think that It happened. was implied in the storyboards. They weirdly brought those back for some reason. They raped him. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. And then, you know, uh, you know, two of the remaining girls got away and then Pooh jumped on the car. They slammed the brakes. He drags one out, cuts her head off. The other one tries to run him over. And then Christopher Robin comes to the rescue, smashes Pooh. And then uh, Pooh gets up and the girl and Christopher Robin are crawling away. He grabs a girl and Christopher Robin goes, take me, don't take her. Kills the girl looks at Christopher Robin to, like, leave, and he just crawls away into the darkness. Pooh just stands there with a knife, like... And then, uh, cue credits. Thank you for that. <laughs> I'm just summing up this piece of shit movie, if anyone was curious on how it ended. You didn't have to. Yeah, well, fuck it. <laughs> That's why we do the plot summary. Because uh, none of that was worth knowing. Don't go see this movie. That's no, I rate it. Don't even turn it on. If you're sitting there, you got fucking a bowl of fucking nachos you know on your I'll fucking actually, stomach. I'll actually give this like genuinely a zero out of ten. Ouch. 
I, I was bothered the whole time. I'm also hungry. And horny. Yeah, the three H's. Hungry, horny, and happy. <laughs> no, you're not. Nope. Very nope. sad. Very, very sad. You're, Nothing you're, will fix you're this. hungry, horny, and hideous. The Triple H. <laughs> like the wrestler. Like your butt ugly face. <laughs> All right, folks, leave a comment if you think I'm ugly. And uh, Hundreds of comments. Yeah, right. Flood in. <laughs> the most comments we've ever seen. Come on, guys. You ugly piece of shit. Yeah, you fucking shuck. You didn't like the Winnie the Pooh movie. You're an ugly virgin. Yeah, you're. Uh, this is what happens on ugly. Virgin. You know what this movie what? needed? The Great Ray Liotta. Yeah. Oh, come on, Karen. I have a fucking bear. There's a bear here in the woods. I will never stop making fun of that guy. <clears throat> I love Ray. Come Liotta. on, that was the great. That was the great Ray Liotta's last movie. He had every right to make it as dog shit as possible. He gave us years of gold and. It's like, come on. It's like Ray Liotta. Um. So. uh... So what are you thinking? You think I can close this out? I suppose. I have nothing else to say. We didn't even talk about the movie at all. So Fuck the movie. Fuck There's it. nothing to talk about. Don't we'll go see it. Don't, don't, see don't click it. on it. Don't. If you see it and you're like, why not? Don't. There's plenty. Yeah. There's. I will personally recommend several worse entertaining. Yeah. Hit us up. We'll movies. give you some cool movies to watch. Uh, our YouTube channel is uh, Degenerate Movie Reviews. TikTok is uh, the Degenerates 1000. You have never gotten our YouTube name right. Yeah, whatever. Because <laughs> I just, that, 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 that. I'll put it in the comments. Yeah. You don't got to keep saying it. Uh, And uh, yeah, Instagram is the Degenerates 1000 as well. I will put all links in the description. That he will. Uh, Well, thanks for watching. I'm Charlie. I am Winnie the Pooh. And you just watched yourselves a Degenerate movie review. I'm going to rub honey on my nipples. Oh, and I'm going to put the clamps on that he likes because he's a masochist.